This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yes, welcome back. And top of the third hour, 11 o'clock, you get more radio talk. Sorry, guys. Uh, get out tight and bright and make it uh, punchy. Uh, we're going to do a bit of the health check as we go. We're in halfway through the season. Just what's going to happen, our predictions around the back half of the year, our sides and people are travelling, coaches under pressure, all that sort of stuff. But uh, state of origin, one, next Wednesday, Adelaide Oval. Jeez, um, um, boys... I read a report yesterday. They're saying that it's fair chance that it won't be sold out. I mean, again, I come back to the point. Uh, look, I, I love to grow the game, but I, I, in my opinion, you take it somewhere where you say, are, are they going to have an NRL team in the next ten years? And I just, I don't agree with Adelaide. Is it or well? I look. Oh, this is not confirmed, but I got sent pictures and that. Apparently, the marketing campaign was. Real footy will be here soon. That's yes. exactly what the campaign was. I cannot and it went believe. Down poorly. Like, why would you? It's like AFL trying to come into Queensland yeah. and Brisbane and saying real footy. Everyone get their backups in. We got to oh, yeah. be. We got to be complimentary of AFL. Be like, yeah, that's good. But why don't you give this a try? Just go. State of Origin football's coming. That's it. That's and it. That's... and there's one thing AFL people hate. It's being. They've got the biggest chip on their shoulder than any sport. And Adelaide, like Adelaide, it's even bigger in Adelaide than it is in Melbourne. But like real like footy will real, be yeah. here soon. It's like, A, uh, we're so far behind AFL, it's crazy. It's almost like, why would we even say that? But silly. B, you're trying to get the locals who love AFL to come watch the game. Why the, would you? It's all money. It's all, they, get, they just, all they want is the is state government money. So the other thing. And it, it was a deal done like uh, pre-COVID. Um, remember we had played one 2020, the yep. first game, was the first game, yeah? Yep. Yeah, the yes. first game. That was Boyd's last game of football. Mm. Um, uh, but it was all part of a of a of, of playing matches there, and they got. I think they. I think they always talk about getting about three million. I think in Origin. Do you know what? I just. You know, sometimes you just for the contest, like you, you compare what it's going to be there in game one. I, I don't want to poo poo because at the end of the day, rugby league is a television sport. I get that, but those games at Suncorp Stadium. Like honestly, you no, could compare it to any event. Just the the atmosphere, no. the hostility. I tell you what, I'd just, like to see. Yeah. I know, I know, I'd be locking out thirty thousand fans, but I'd love to see an Origin at Allianz. I love it. Be sensational. Yeah. Now, mate, I've written the telly today just about Tavita and the selection. I reckon he'd be wise not to buy into a lot of the commentary around his selection. You know, there's stuff at the moment they're saying Rudder he's been brought in to intimidate, to give Queensland some of their own back. I just think for blokes like Tavita, this is a, this kind of commentary and this kind of expectation to do it is a really dangerous cocktail. Thoughts on it? Oh, mate, I absolutely agree. I absolutely, like, if I'm speaking to Tavita Panga Jr., I would be saying, put the ego away, mate. No, we don't want any ego on the field. I just want you to run as hard as you can 10 times yep. and tackle your ass off. The offloads, they'll come either late in game one or game two or game three. We can see all that. Yeah. All I want you to do is bend the line and tuck yeah. your ass off. Well, I tell you, Kempi, there, there's history of this before happening. A uh, couple of moments of it. But the biggest one was 1991 with MG, with Mark Geyer. And he tells the whole story about it. He was picked in game one. 
the the selectors and everyone come to the conclusion that the Queensland pack outmuscled them. Selectors called him in and said, you know, words to the effect of, hey, big fella, you didn't get basically the tip while you're in the team. Mm. Mate, in game two, this is what we want from you. Mm. Words to the effect of, and he said, are you telling me that I can operate outside the outside the boundaries? Mm. And they're like, yes. To the point that MG was under the impression, mate, number one, you won't be sent off, which he didn't. Mm. But number two, don't worry about it, you, you won't be suspended. So he went out there, and as history shows, we showed some of the highlights last night. Well, he just went crazy. Well, it was that elbow. Remember the, the elbow? elbow. And the, he just missed Paul Hoff. He just missed him, but that's what sparked up Wally. But, did. I, but didn't he, he got suspended out of that game. Now, but yes. I, I remember, I remember though, I, I, this shows you how things have changed. So the game was on the Wednesday night. The, the judiciary hearing was on the Friday night, yeah, right. of all things. And I remember in the coverage watching a Broncos game on that Friday night and they announced it over the loudspeaker at Lang Park. Wow. Oh, wow. That's theatre, isn't it? <laughs> or well, it, might, it might have been QE too, but they, they, they announced it and there's this massive cheer from the Broncos well, Queensland crowd. Now, like, you you could it? argue, you say, okay, you know, it, it did the job. But New South Wales score on the bell, Michael O'Connor kicks it from the sideline and they win. But right, with MG's case, he gets hit with five or six charges he has a long suspension, and he never plays state or origin football again. Mm. And if Tavita, you know, if he if he goes out and does anything even close to that, he'll get sent off. Right? Yeah. And you know, if if Tavita goes out there, and my fear with Tavita is that in his mind, there's an expectation. You touched on it before, Campy. There's an expectation. This is gonna what? This is what they're gonna expect me to do. This is what I've got to do. Mm. And mate, and Queensland will bait him. Well, they'll, they'll lay it out for him. It's it, you know he doesn't need to reach for the illegal stuff to have a great performance, hundred percent, and to be an enforcer, hundred percent. I and look, I, I this is just an assumption, pure speculation, but I actually think that the calculation to not bring Gagai in it counted that he got sent for ten last year. I, I don't think that's not that's not a very. I, I don't think Billy is, I guess, pro. Oh, it was worth it to lose a man. We all know the storm, a clinical. No send-offs, discipline. And so with with Tavita, if he does get sent for 10, he may not get selected again because it is yeah, such a risk. That's, it is. You know, when, when we talk about key matchups, a lot's been spoken about, you know, Tavita versus Pe- uh, Flegler and so on and so forth. The biggest matchup for me is Nathan Cleary's kicking versus Reese Walsh. Yep. Mm. Oh, that's that's a huge challenge for Reese. I, I think Billy, Billy, of course, would not pick him. If he had great confidence, if he didn't have great confidence in him, I think Billy sees a fair bit of Reese Walsh in himself. Yeah, you think that? Oh, like just the way he moves, yeah, the way, he the way they run. I also think that Reese Walsh's extreme fitness, like they would look into everything. How much Casey covers in a game, and I think that with Cleary's kicking game, as you said, obviously you've got the high ball that you've got to worry about, but it's also the kicks into the corners. Yeah, it's also the fact that with Kalen Ponga, would he start cramping at sixty minutes? Like he's only played three games. Yeah, that's. You know, were you, were you, but, boys, were you surprised when the side was read out and there was no gay guy and there was no Ponga? Oh, look, the Ponga one, I saw, I was very surprised, but I get it. Yeah. That I was I was stunned by the by gay guy not being selected. I, I mm. was, yeah, I was shocked as well. I would have gone Hamiso on the wing. But I think with the gay guy one, when you go back and look at 2021, I think he did get a number done on him by, yeah. was it Trell? Or was it Tommy? Anyway, it was Latrell. Yeah, they were, they were at each other all that series. Remember? Yeah, and Trell played essentially. He was essentially the player of the series. I know yeah. Tommy got it, but I personally thought yeah. Trell. Was. Can I just say this then, Dan? I tell you what, I did think was really 
disrespectful, was that about three or four days before uh, the selections, it came out, it was in, in, in numerous um, media outlets that Gagai was not going to be picked. Now, number one, I just didn't believe it. I could, and one of the reasons was how he's aimed up. Regardless of your club for him, he's always, in my opinion, always aimed up. Mm. Man of the matches, two-player two of the series, on the wing of all positions. But I just didn't believe it because I thought there's no one, given what he's done for that jersey, yep. there is no way that someone would leak that, yeah. that someone had. Yeah, oh. that, that's the thing that I thought I found really disrespectful. Yeah, I mate totally agree. He deserved better than that, and whoever that, yeah, it's just poor form. Like, Shocking. Like to to for him to kind of find that out and then not get selected for him to then feel like he's almost been a bit betrayed. Yeah, um, how it's all been handled. So I agree with you, mate. That's extremely poor form. Webby. But imagine if that was New South Wales, oh, we'd yes. be howling from the rooftops about it. What about Nico Hines? Yeah, we trust how. How are they? How are they going to get Nico into the game? Because, I don't know. I was going to ask you that. I've written yeah, it down. How well, do they get him in the game. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, it's in, strange. In his preferred positions, one, one, seven, and six, you just go. Well, I think how he gets into the game if they look on the field and say it's either injury or the fact that they go, mate, Appy's starting to gas. We need to give him a break for fifteen minutes. At that point, I would put him into left playmaker, and I put Jerome in at nine. I think they Jerome, might have to. That's, that's I think been Jerome's a bit of, yeah, more that's, suited. That's going to be getting a bit of traction the last couple of days. I found like the the, the big selection was, um, you know, I was sort of working on Sunday and we were trying to find out, you know, you find you can find out who's coming to camp because they got a, they're notified by their clubs, and we're South are going no, we're no nothing, nothing, nothing about Cook, nothing about Cook. So I found that to be the real selection mm. shock. Everyone just sort of believe that Cook was going to go in there. But if you're going to pick Coruscant, do you not go with Cook on the bench? Do you not mm. follow the blueprint that Queensland have used? Oh, and I don't, I just, what do you think of that? I just don't think they complement each other the way Hunt and uh, Harry Grant, Grant do. You're right. Mm. I, I don't – I just – the thing – put it this way. I think if you want better attack, you go with Appy. If you want better defence, you go with Cookie. The numbers play that out every day of the week. Yeah. The, the one thing that does surprise me, even though – I'm happy with his selection. The one thing that does surprise me was the the line of he has played with Luai and Cleary and Yo. Your record win was with Cook, Cleary, mm. Yo, Luai. Yeah, yeah. And so that idea that he can't play well with them or doesn't have a connection to them, I'm just a bit surprised you're, with that. You're right, Kempi, on, on the fact with Harry Grant. Harry's got, I think Harry's got more flexibility as far as style's concerned than mm. Cookie. Mm. Cookie. Cookie's an, either a feed Feed player early or scoop and go. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that's where you can see with Grant, Grant's out there and he'd be able to look and adjust you know, certain different ways. There was there was a report coming out, or maybe Cam Murray said that he might even play hooker. What's that? Is that just is that no. just there was smoke? I, I think, no, I, I heard. Um, but Hines said uh, Nico was funny. He goes, he said, "Well, if I am going to play, I might hurt my back a little bit." That's it. Well, it's a long way to get down. That, if he I'm, hasn't got that body type. No. Yeah, if I am New South Wales, though, I just would have, and they probably would have. I would have just watched a bunch of Storm games when he was playing fourteen and said, "How did Craig Bellamy use him?" Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. I, that's how I think they'll use him. But yeah. you see, like Coruscant's like. When was the last time Coruscant played eighty? Coruscant played eighty minutes. Well, he, I think he played eighty against the Tigers, and did then he? after that, it's like 66, 66, yeah. 70. The problem is, though, I think he hasn't missed. He's made thirty-five tackles, and he misses usually around five to six a game. Whereas Cookie has made the most tackles in the NRL, and he is at a ninety-five to ninety-six uh, percent defensive. N- there's no doubt, Coruscant's selection was about Nathan Cleary. Mm. That's what it is, and 
The reason why, in my opinion, they've now I'm not even going to say my opinion. The reason why they've picked him there is that Nathan. Okay, if you talk about playmakers, the three elements, basic elements of playmaking: pass, kick, run. Now with Nathan, the pass and kick, that's that's what he's the master of. That that's his. If there's one element in his game that subsides or even at times disappears, is his run game. What Coruscant does with his playmakers, Coruscant's style. He just he leads the players onto the ball. The playmakers have no choice but to run onto the mm. football and play straight. Mm. And you see the difference that he's made with Brooksy mm. like that way and the difference even with Wakeham. Mm. Once they've got used to Appy's style, and there's a, there's a great moment that highlights it with about 20, 15, 20 to go in the Tigers game when they beat the Cowboys. And the momentum's starting to kick in. And Coruscant looks to the left, and Brooks is only he's only one meter off the advantage line. But Abby, you can see him get frustrated, and he's waving him forward. Mm, yeah. That's that's what he does. It's all about getting Nathan to run the football. And when okay. he does run the football, like he did against the Broncos, that's wow. Good, yeah. That's he's when he Just, runs the football, he goes straight, and at least yeah, gives him puts himself in an opportunity to run the football. That's when you see the yeah. best of him. Yeah, Cleary uh, is surprisingly robust too. Very yes, he is. You know, he's he can shoot shot in defence, but also he is. I'm trying to think. He's probably outside of Jerome Hughes, but I'd argue he's actually bigger than Jerome Hughes. He's actually in contact, probably as strong as a good set, a solid centre. Yeah, which is good for obviously yeah. seven. Right, who wins, boys? Queensland sixteen twelve. Okay, man of the match, Paddy Carrigan. Right, yeah. That's specific. Very. Someone's thought about it. I I need a margin. I'd say New South Wales two. I've, I've I've tipped Queensland for the series. I reckon Sydney will be a dead rubber. Yeah, right. Oh, you hate oh. it. No, 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 mate. I hate it. I'm coming through. Um, this is purely not yeah. the hard. I've, <laughs> yeah. okay. I've, I've gone New South Wales by four points. The conditions when we come back to Adelaide again, one of the other reasons I'm not red hot on Adelaide, Adelaide's a really tricky place to play. Mm. Yeah, it's it's. Have you played it's, there? It's slippery. Yes, oh, way yeah, way back. But it's a, it's the ball doesn't hit the hands like it does in the northern states, and yeah, you know, people that's say that's a nothing thing, but it's a big thing, which to me tells me it's going to be a low scoring game. You know, Adelaide Oval suits defence. It's so I think it'll be low scoring. New South Wales by four. Man of the match, I'm going Nathan Cleary. If New South Wales win. I'd be gobsmacked if Nathan Cleary doesn't get me out of the match. I'm going, if New South Wales win the series, Payne has to get player of the series. Yeah, mate, I'll tell you what. I reckon he's ready yeah. for a massive one. Came into the New South Wales side maybe a little bit too early, I think. I think he was physically ready for it. I just don't know if he's ready for the big stage. I think he's got a point to prove. I think so as well. He's having a good season. We'll take a break. Movie of the week next.